we have reached this Thanksgiving holiday. Always the point where the football season moves into overdrive. You're into the you're into the part of the season where obviously teams are thinking about playoff runs and wild cards and and home field advantage and uh, weeks off and figuring out uh, how many games it's going to take to continue their quest and uh, realize their dream, whether it be a division title or finding their way into the postseason. Uh, you've long ago started to separate the uh, good from the bad, and on this Thanksgiving weekend uh, for the fan. Maybe now it can move to the field. It's been anything but on the field, the attention for the NFL this year. But three games on Thanksgiving of differing and interesting quality. It's a weird weekend. There's a lot of lopsided games on the weekend. Very few games that are considered to be you know, right there as a toss-up kind of contest. But it is a holiday weekend. It is the Thanksgiving holiday. Week 12 in the league where they play. For pay. All right, here we go. Holiday weekend style. We're not going to pick any of the games on thir- on Thursday. Good luck. I think all three games are inside the number, meaning I think they could go either way. Uh, I, I'd be worried about the Cowboys a little bit. I think the Lions have a chance, although I think the Vikings are clearly the better team. And I think the Redskins are extremely inconsistent. Very hard to figure. While I think the Giants showed you they're going to have at least a little fight in them uh, come the weekend. Here we go on the weekend. Game number one. I think the Bengals are the best team with a losing record playing right now. I think uh, they want to make a run at this, although their schedule down the stretch is not easy. After this game, they play which is is easy. They play Pittsburgh, Chicago, at Minnesota, Detroit, and at Baltimore. They will have to earn it if they are going to get themselves back into a wild card hunt. But first things first, and that's the Cleveland Browns. And I think in this highly rivalry game, remember, the Bengals were started by the man that the Browns are named after. So there is always, always a rivalry when these two meet. Uh, They are basically from the same football DNA. And from that standpoint, usually you expect close games. I don't hear. I think Cleveland's reaching a point where they're just starting to wear down from the inefficiency, from the ineptitude. They've had so many close calls, it's not enough. While I think well, I think Cincinnati is starting to play better together football, and they have players. I look for this game to be one where they get one of those few games where they get everything clicking, they get their quarterback play at a certain level, and they roll with the talent they have. I think it's a big win for Cincinnati. They're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Cincinnati rolls over the Browns. That's game number one. Game number two, Titans on the road to take on the Colts. Now, the Colts season long ago went away. I mean, long ago was about next year. Long ago was about, you know, hoping that their very talented quarterback can come back in one piece next year. Uh, I don't know if the coaching staff will find its way back. Uh, the Colts at 3-7 and seven have actually played a lot of close games this year. You know, you can, go, you can point to a lot of games they could have easily won. You really could. 
They've lost some real heartbreakers. And, you know, you look at the Cincinnati game as an example. They've had plenty of games this year that they could have won and they lost. They lost Arizona on a heartbreaking game. They lost to uh, Tennessee uh, in a game that broke open late. They lost to Cincinnati by one point. So they lost to Pittsburgh, a game they led by two uh, touchdowns, and lost to that game late. So they have had a lot of games where they had their chances and they've played very close. Tennessee is not a great team away from home. They're a team that I just don't think is as good as some people do. And I think this is a game that is going to go right to the wire. The Colts probably aren't going to win a lot more games this year. They might win this one, and they've had these teams number when they come to Indianapolis. They still think they can beat these kind of teams even when they don't have luck. The Colts are three and a half point on those here. I would not be shocked if they won the game. If they don't, I think it'll be a game that is decided late by a late field goal. Give me the Colts plus the three and a half points for a game that goes right to the wire and an upset of the Titans is absolutely not out of the question by any, any question. So to me, give me the Colts plus three and a half game number two. Game number three, I don't agree with Peter Schrager about Kansas City. I think that Kansas City wins that game against the Bills. I don't want to lay lay 10 points, so I'm not going to do that. But I would be shocked if he was right about that game. I would think more likely that's a 14-point win than it is a 4-point win, but I'll lay off it. I do agree with the though on the Cardinals, and I'm surprised the Jaguars have been installed as a a 4.5-point favorite. I don't think they deserve that yet. There's some good things the Jaguars can do. They can run the ball, especially when Fournette's healthy. They have a very good pass rush. We know that. But the Cardinals still have plenty of players. Now, again, it's starting to wear down for the Cardinals now. Uh, it's it's really settling in that, you know, the team of a couple of years ago is just not there anymore. They just can't. Things just can't go their way enough. But they still have some players who are very talented. They are home here, and they're getting a whopping four and a half points. And to me, you know what? I know that... You don't like what you've seen from Arizona the last couple of weeks. They're on a couple of game losing streak. But I think this team that has lost three of its last four games will bounce back here and not only hold this game close, I think they'll win it. So I'm looking for an upset here, and I'm getting four and a half points to the better. So pick number three is the Cardinals plus four and a half points. Now, uh, I got a fourth game for you this week. The Raiders... And the Broncos. The Bronco thing is a complete disaster. Not that the Raiders are that far behind, but the Raiders are home. They made the switch to Pagano at defensive coordinator. I think for at least one week, that will at least wake up the Raider defense. Now, the Raiders, this has been an incredibly disappointing year. They come off a brutal effort against uh, New England. Uh, They're 4-6, and but Denver has just absolutely collapsed. I mean, what's gone on for the Broncos is hard to explain. This thing has just become an absolute nightmare. You're talking about loss after loss. You know, 23-10 to the Giants, 21-0 to the Chargers, 29-19 to Kansas City, 51-23 to Philly, 41-16 to New England, and then last week at home to the Bengals. Couldn't even beat the Bengals at home. So I don't think they're going to go to Oakland and beat their hated nemesis. They made the the big change. The 
Broncos are making changes. They're way too late. Their season's over. So is the Raiders' season over. But this is their last gas, their last breath, and their home. So I think they'll respond with an effort. Denver will chip in by giving them another one of these bad efforts. And I think the Raiders will roll away to a 10-point win. They're a five-point favorite. So give me the Raiders, who I don't like, but I do like here against Denver. I look for Denver to lose yet again. And I think the Raiders minus five is the bonus pick. So four picks for this weekend. Since it's a long weekend, I'll give you four. They are the Browns to fall to the Bengals, like the Bengals minus eight and a half. The Colts plus three and a half. The Cards plus four and a half, two home dogs. And then the Raiders minus five, the picks for Thanksgiving weekend.